0: hello and welcome to episode 68 of the live to walk again podcast my name is jeremy dixon your host as always and with me as usual co-host of the year brandon stevens brandon say hello to the people please jay what is up what's going on man how's uh how are things
1: things are doing good things are good uh got really nothing special going on these days man just fighting the good fight with you to um you know find a cure for paralysis get people walking again
0: yeah yeah no absolutely man that's uh that's our mission here um obviously to find a cure for paralysis um you can listen to this podcast anywhere that podcasts are played i'm sure obviously you found it somewhere um, but if you could go ahead and rate and review the podcast for us, maybe share it to a few friends, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, shout out to our guy Mark Rails in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. He, he was like, hurry up and get this. I, I talked to him yesterday. Uh, after i did my my interview for this week and uh-huh. he was like hurry up and get it out man i need something to listen to tomorrow
1: oh like, dang he's re- he's ready like, for it. it i'm like did man we got we're him. waiting
0: till saturday i'm like go back and listen to some of the old ones he's like i've listened to all of them did I'll he have this. any did he have any nice. qualms
1: with uh with my co-host of the year status no nah, he just
0: laughed man he said he, he's gonna be coming out to visit his we, mom and not uh, too long so we're gonna uh maybe we can we'll just have, have, have him, him in. on yeah we'll have him in studio special guest absolutely absolutely um speaking of people that we've had on the show um i talked to i, I got some sobering uh news from from friend of the show mike wilkinson who mm. um is a, is an rn at, in the emergency room at a local hospital here in uh, olympia and he i asked him i just texted him said hey mike what's up man how you been like what's going on and he texted me back. Or I was like, "How are things with this COVID?" And he said, "It's really bad. Stay inside." That's all he said <laughs> oh, back to me. Shit. And I was like, "Oh my god, man!" It's <laughs> like that's and terrifying. And to him. Yeah. Well, I was just like, I was like, man, that's terrifying. Like, uh, I was like, "How many cases do you guys have right now?" And then I like wrote him right back. It's like, "Oh, you probably can't say, but you know, is it?" He's just like. Look, man, he's like, we need to get through this second wave and hope for a vaccine soon because things are getting out of control. And I don't think we even have that many cases here compared to some places.
1: Yeah, you probably need to uh, start being careful again about people coming in and out. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm pretty much on lockdown right now. Probably should
1: be, man. And I'm probably, if I'm going to be out like somewhere um, with a bunch of people, man, I'm probably going to at least take a couple days before I come through. Yeah, I mean, we so can always do we these. We, we to, have
0: we have uh, capabilities uh, to to do. Uh,
1: yeah, it just isn't the same it's, if I'm yeah, not in the studio. It's it just true, feels man. it feels contrived. But we'll do it, man. I don't care. Um, yeah. But you uh, you also spoke to another friend of the podcast who maybe. Um,
0: yeah I talked to Art Renowitzki, is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah I spoke did, to him I and mean, I don't he, want to violate
1: HIPAA policy. yeah no no like... he I
0: mean he put it out on Facebook or whatever that he he had had the the coronavirus so I just you know messaged him to see how he was doing and that's art um, the inspiration art the inspiration yeah um AR the inspiration in the music world. I think he just brought a new video out, a video out for his, one of his songs too, which it was fire, it's, dude. it's about to. It was I don't know. Fire. Did it it's already be, come out? I don't know, but it's gonna be fire. Yeah, it's gonna be. It looked good. Um, anyway, Wait, a teaser. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I saw it. But uh, yeah, he so he told me, man, that they, you know, he had to go to the hos. He, he only had to go to the hospital for one night or something, but um, he's just like I was like, oh man, they get you on some like therapeutic thing, like what? He's like, no, they gave me Tylenol and told me to go home the next day Dang. And just quarantine for two weeks. And, but it's no joke, man. So people, you know, especially people in the paralysis community, man, you need to, to definitely, definitely be on guard and, 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 you know, mind Whoa. who you're, uh, who, who's around you.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I, like I said before, the, I'm probably just, I think if I just wore a mask in here, it would probably keep you safe. Um, yeah. Because you don't, I mean, I'm, first thing I'm going to do is touch the hand sanitizer. But, you know, you don't touch a lot of stuff, man. Like, but right. this doesn't really what I've. What airborne. I've, I've heard it's airborne, man. And like I when I was talking to someone about Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and because we did go trick or treating. But, you know, we did that in our in our family group. And then we also, uh, you know, made sure that everybody was keeping social distancing and stuff like that. Because what I read was is that. Uh, it's definitely doesn't live on surfaces as much as we thought previously oh, which so it's is good, more just airborne so it's, than but it's more just that's scary man yeah and that sucks because it just seemed like everybody's like getting it right now again and specifically around here because i remember in the first wave remember we were relatively untouched yeah i mean it, i mean we were getting it was like, very low man it was dude very it was low. like 120 cases total for like in. July or, or August. Right. And, so, and yeah,
0: um, yeah, no, we, we didn't have – it was real slow, and now we're, like – I mean, we're still only at, like, what, 2,200 or something like that?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you think about percentage of increase from 100 mm-hmm. to – couple thousand 100 in July to yeah a couple thousand now yes it's uh that's a substantial increase in... and i did you know what i looked
0: at um cuz they have like they don't tell you who died obviously but they tell you the ages of the people that uh, died no i looked at that I, specifically i looked too. at it and there was like only i mean not that i mean i have a pre-existing condition so obviously like it can touch anybody but um, it did say like only one per of like the hundred and fifty or hundred and thirty people that have died in our little area here. That you know, it, the majority of them are like seventies, eighties, nineties. and that's gonna and there was ca- there was only like one person in their forties and a couple
1: in their fifties. So look, man, look, Jay, and nobody younger than that. But um, still, man. But listen, man, I'm gonna. Can, it's that, not worth it. It's gonna be. It's probably likely to continue that way. Also, right? I mean, yeah, it's clearly presented itself as a killer of old people of the elderly right Right. senior citizen community but if you also look at those statistics uh because i was more interested in looking at uh because I, I really think, like, these kids are struggling, man. The kids themselves are struggling uh, with a lot of things right now. It's like, not being in school and with stuff like that. With not being in school and not being able to exercise and do their athletics or whatever it is that they do. Uh, and so I'm just – I was just wondering, like, I couldn't find any specific data on if athletics were – if there was some hardcore evidence um, because there obviously wouldn't be. But I was just wondering if anybody had looked into it. Of the spread between um, athletes, if they were playing like football or soccer or basketball or whatever, if there had been any like,
0: Well, I saw like Notre Dame and LSU's football teams they had well, to shut down. There's been a Florida. lot. Of,
1: <clears throat> there's been a lot of football teams, and I'm gonna talk about that in just one second. But I also noticed that, like for instance, when uh, last was it like three weeks ago when the Seahawks played the 49ers, yeah. And then the week the next like Monday or Tuesday there were several 49ers that had tested positive for coronavirus right. but there were zero Seahawks which makes me think um that not necessarily the sport itself is causing it but like being in close proximity in your groups, right? Right. Yeah, well, it seems
0: like more like it's it's outbreaks on teams instead of like spreading and also it to other in teams. specific
1: groups because they hang out together a lot, right? Like so I right. think when the Huskies were playing, um was supposed to be Arizona. Cal. Cal, like their whole quarterback room had got it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it was like all their offensive linemen because they're in proximity to each other. But I also, if you look at the data, and this is where I can come back and circle around here, is that the data is showing that the 20 to 29-year-olds 20, are making up like over 20% of the cases. Mm. And then the 22 if you add that in with the 20 to 39 year olds, that's like almost over. It's like somewhere in like 38 percent, 35 percent of the cases. So, so they're the ones that
0: have them have it the most,
1: but and they the, don't die. But they don't die, and so I mean, I I can tell you, my theory is that. College kids are just partying, bro. Yeah, that's all there is to it. And I mean, they don't give a fuck uh-huh. because why would they? They're gonna get sick no matter. They're like, eh, we're gonna get sick, eh. Yeah. And like, likely nothing's gonna happen. We might. Well, we did have some good news on the
0: vaccine front this this week. I don't know. Some people are anti-vaccine. Some people are, are pro. But I mean, it sounds like this uh, Pfizer vaccine is like they think it's ninety percent effective at this point, at mm. least through the well, beginning that testing. Be, that would be. A- awesome man because well, the flu especially, shot, they said the flu shots only 40 to 60 percent yeah effective. well
1: the here's the thing man if if a large portion of the population uh being the 20 to 29 year olds aren't gonna care mm-hmm. then like a vaccine's your only option yeah it's i'm really, getting i'm getting the vaccine as soon as it's if available. you're worried that you're a health risk and that your potential to get super sick sick or maybe even die from uh covid 19 then the vaccine is going to be the only way that we can get rid of this because um, those the, that particular segment of the population just really isn't caring at this point. Yeah, facts. So. Um,
0: yeah, well, I don't want to have this be too much of a downer. Of well, it's an not, man. I mean, we're just we're getting it, a little too – yeah, we're yeah, getting – Yeah, but it, it,
1: it, it's relevant to you because, yeah. um, you know, you have uh, – already have – you know, lung issues, right? Right, right, right. And so if you were to get coronavirus, I mean, you've had pneumonia before, which is really scary, Yeah. and you don't want to get that. No, definitely not. We talked about that before.
0: Yeah. So anyway, man, this week, though, I did have an awesome interview, guest. that you actually are the one that told me about this guy, Brandon, and yeah. uh, his name is Corey Borner. He was a uh, DeSoto High School uh, football player down in Texas, um, and he unfortunately in a in a practice broke his neck went kind of at the wrong angle it sounded like um from what he told us uh, in the interview and broke his neck and and has been but he this guy is literally the most inspirational
1: person uh and that's why i've had first i had actually started following little cory trill uh shout out to at Lil, little cory trill at, at little cory trill um on twitter Uh, prior to us even starting this podcast, just because, you know, I thought maybe, um, we had the foundation going, right. And that might be a good connection at some point, but you know, he was just, he's always in a positive mood. He's like always spreading positivity and, um, like he's always saying, I will walk again. Yeah. I will walk
0: again. And, uh, what was the other one, man? There's another one too, that he always says,
1: yeah, and so you know, that... find a
0: way. I think find a way is the other yeah, way. Yeah, find says. a way, find a way, which and... I like, man. That's a that's pot. we will find a and way. And he, yeah, I mean it's yeah, we're we're gonna we're not stopping until we do, man. And it's bigger than like any of us. Like it's
1: gonna keep going no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. Um, and so I really uh, just liked following him for, I mean, not even from the aspect of uh, spinal cord injuries, just on some life shit
0: yeah no you he's, know what i mean he's a, yeah he's an inspirational guy he, he's in college at uh the university of north texas at dallas i, mean, I think is the ready to graduate yeah he graduates in a, a month from yeah we did the interview yesterday he graduates in a month so it's the, from yeah, yesterday man, congratulations awesome. though Corey, yeah on congratulations that's a, that's a big... but yeah he joined a fraternity that, Yeah, man you know I mean, like he, a,
1: he's gonna do he's doing the most that yeah that he's living
0: life he's he's awesome man so we i'll uh link all of his social media and stuff to to the podcast so people can go check him out because yeah like you said man it's it's a life thing more than than being inspired by a guy in a wheelchair This guy is just inspirational on another level so um yeah well let's get to that interview and uh check in on the on the other side this week on the live to walk again podcast we are very excited to be able to speak with Corey borner who is a motivational speaker, a digital influencer, soon to be college graduate, and a C5, six, and seven. Uh, he has a C5, six, seven spinal cord injury. Corey, welcome to the show. I
2: appreciate you. Thanks for having me.
0: No, oh, I'm happy to do it, man. I uh, I've been following you on Twitter for a while, man. You you're always quick to uh, quick to post on there, man. Some inspirational stuff, and I just felt like you yeah, this is this is somebody I definitely need to talk to. So, you know, for those people that don't know you, Corey, can you kind of let everybody know what exactly happened, how you were injured?
2: Well, it happened in May 6, 2009. It was just a regular day. I told Mom I'd be back when school be over with. Actually, I was catching a bus. Um, I had forgot something at the house, and I had to come back and get it. And um, the last words were, you know, if you miss that bus, I'm not going to take you to school. You know, back then, if you just miss it, you going to have to find your own way to school. So, uh, I finally got what I got, and uh, I made the bus stop. So, school was going good, and I had practice in the afternoon time. And our practice was going well, and uh, I was telling the coach, one more play, one more play. And uh, I was playing cornerback at the time for DeSoto High School. That's also the school that uh, Von Miller went to as well, uh, played for the Broncos, Denver Broncos. He um, – just had my head down too low and couldn't move nothing from my neck down when I made the hit. So a lot of players was around me telling me, Corey, good hit, good hit, good hit. But at the time, I still couldn't move nothing from my neck down. So that's when I started to ask the trainer, was I going to be okay? Was I going to ask the head coach, was I going to be okay? I said, Corey, you're going to be just fine. So in my mindset, going to the hospital in ambulance, I was going to get these crutches and I'm going to go home. So um, my surgery took nine hours on my spinal cord. And then when I woke up, I saw my picture on the TV. So I started to panic, wondering, you know, why I'm on TV, why I'm on the news, why I'm, is my face on the news? So that's when the doctor came in and told me, hey, you had a C5, C6 spinal cord injury. You have to use a wheelchair for the rest of your life. So that's when tears start to fall and I start to get, you know, kind of depressed in on the negative stage.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, man. Yeah, that's that's heavy. Uh, you know what? So I guess after after the surgery and everything, like when did you? How long were you in rehab for?
2: I was in rehab. I say about a good month and about a good month and a half, and then I had like a lot of different athletes come see me out of nowhere. Uh, Terrell Owens, uh, Dion Sanders, and. Dante Whitner used to play football. A lot of people. And Coach Mac Brown for Texas. A lot of people came there to encourage me to, you know, get through a tough time because it wasn't easy to accept it, especially when you're 16. When you're 16, you just you just, let life just start. You know, you just learn how to drive and getting a job and, uh, you know, working, to, you know, doing things regular teenagers do. So, uh, it went well um it just took some time to get used to being in the chair. going from walking to sitting is a different ball game, so I just had to yeah. come to myself with god and and really get closer with him
0: yeah, so I mean, and that was gonna be my question- next question was you know what what was the adjustment like going from you know an athlete at one of the the best high i mean i've i I'm up here in Washington state, and I've heard of DeSoto High School. Um, so you know, I know you guys guys are one of the best in the nation at football. So I mean, what, what's it like going from from being a top athlete on one of the best best programs in the in the nation to to yeah, waking up and then all of a sudden you're in a wheelchair, man? What what was that like for you?
2: Well, going from walking to sitting, you know, it's all in God's plan. You know, He has a plan for everybody, so we can't you know, judge and question him what he has planned. So I just had to really accept it. It took me about a year to accept it, uh, the injury. And, you know, missing the game you love, you know, life goes on. It's just still a blessing to be here and still be able to see people, hug people, because a lot of injuries then you know, can kill people. Then I'm still, he still let me be here to be able to, still spread my testimony, still be able to talk to people like you and still be able to have a college life to get a degree. So I'm here still. So as much complain for what? And you still here.
0: Right. No, I hear you, man. That's a, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, that that's how I get through too, man. I just, I, I just consider, you know, like, yeah, what's the, what's the point of being in a bad mood all the time or, you know, getting down all the time. It's uh if you can uh, put a positive path forward, like that's all you can really ask for. So, you know, and speaking of, of, uh, you know, your faith and, and, you know, you said you, it's all in God's plan. Like I want to, I know a lot of your, your Twitter, you know, and, and social media has revolves around your faith. You know, what was that? Were you really spiritual before your, before your accident? Is it something that came on after? Like, because you're really, um, you know, you're really motivational and, and inspirational in that regard as well.
2: Well, uh, well, motivational speaking, um, you know, a guy by uh, the name of Tim Brown and Ellis Hobbs that came by my house um, one day and asked me, you know, what you, you know, what's your playing, You know, you're playing since football is over with. And then um, he asked me what I think about motivational speaking, you know, spread my testimony. So when they left and brought that um, to my attention, uh, I went outside and asked God, what's my plan B in life? And he said, I want you to spread your testimony and, and and be an inspiration to others. So that's when I went to Cedar Valley College here in Dallas and took a lot of speech classes and and, uh, learning how to speak in front of people and, and tell my testimony and let everybody know how I live my life. And, how I can still live a life with sitting, you know, just live a regular life because somebody is walking. So I did that and i always been close to God, but now it's like even more closer, you know, because, you know, the injury happened, you know, everything happens for a reason. And so I just thank him and got closer to him because he still let me be here.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's really powerful, man. You know, I had uh... – I read uh, in an article about you that you started visiting, you know, people who had just been injured with spinal cord injuries in the hospital, not, not too long after after you were injured. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about that, like what inspired you to do that? Because I'm sure that's a pretty powerful thing.
2: Well, a guy named by Eddie Canales, he's over, Gridiron Heroes. There's a lot of people that's in wheelchairs that done got injured from football and so I'm in there so as soon as I got hurt he's from San Antonio as soon as he heard about me he came right up right up there and see me because his son is in the wheelchair too the organization Mm -hmm. so they came to see me and you know they inspired me you know because you know being in the chair they came to see how I'm doing and so they put me in that organization and that right there inspired me to go see others as well because others is You know, different than me, not the same injury. You know, everybody is different, but all of us got hurt playing from football. Mm -hmm. So, it's about about 18 of us now. Like, two of them have passed away. So, um, I still keep in contact with them and just, you know, going to see people, uplifting people and being encouraged because they see me in a chair that they can live life, too. You know, because you can't easily get depressed and give up in a chair easily. It's all up to you. But having people around you that's positive keep you going can really get you through a difficult situation like being in a chair.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um you know, I I did uh I also saw that you were able to, you know, a couple of years ago, I guess, go back to your high school and stand on the field where you where you were injured like that. That was super powerful to me. Um you know, just reading that was was pretty pretty impressive. Like how how did that feel, man, getting getting to go out there and and kind of stand up in front of everybody and at the same place that you were injured at?
2: They feel good because a lot of people, you know, don't know about a standing frame. They ask you, are you doing that? Are you – can you feel your legs move? Can you move your legs? You know, a lot of – you get a lot of questions because people don't know what it is, but it's a good thing for them to see you stand and see you stand up instead of going to games. They see you sitting all the time, but it's something different um, that – I enjoy it and for so people to see and so people can smile and take pictures and because they don't get to see me in that every day because they're not here living with me so they don't get to see that up close so that was something for them to see and you know a lot of people don't know like I said what it is and what it do and does it make you better or can you move better in this can you move better sitting So there's a lot of questions to it you know that I had when I got up there and I was used to it, the questions because it's something that needs to be asked if people just don't know. Right,
0: right. You know, I know whenever I, I get up in my standing uh, frame, man, the thing is uh, people always are surprised at how tall, you know, if they look at you sitting all the time and then.
2: Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, I man. like that's the number one comment, man, always. Like, oh, I didn't know you were that tall.
2: Yeah, it's that tall and I tell people, you know, I was when I was walking I was about five eight, so now I'm like six one.
0: Oh damn. So yeah, you hit another growth spurt, huh?
2: Yeah, so I believe that, you know, they say you when you lay a long time and sleep a lot, you grow you grow fast. And I'm I'm a living witness of that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I was gonna ask you also, man, about, about your mom. Um, it seems like she was like your biggest uh your biggest fan, your biggest cheerleader, like still still is after uh you know after your injury. Um yeah, talk about how how her her motivation kind of helped you and also like how the community kind of rallied around you after after the uh after the injury.
2: Well I love my mom, you know, to death and my dad works while she's taking care of me. Um you know, you got a lot of moms with people with spinal cord injuries just get somebody in here just to take care of them while they still work. So I used to have people come take care of me, but, you know, sometimes they don't stay. You get comfortable with people. You think they're going to be here forever. And, you know, you, don't, you get tired of switching people. So I was like, well, mama, how about you just take care of me? You know, ain't nobody going to do better than you do. So it ain't nothing that that you don't know I have because you had me, so I don't see what's the... What's the right. shame about? I mean, so, hey, why wouldn't you do it? So, you know, spending time with her every day, her picking me up from school. And, you know, I, speak, I spend most of my time with her, so I don't have no problem with it. You know, I know she she's still grown and she still want to have her time. That's understandable, you know, so I don't try to base my life just around me because it ain't all about me. You still got to have a, you know, a mind of your own. Let, let them still, let them still live life too and not just around on my time you, you know I don't want to be selfish and you know like You don't you don't do that
0: yeah for sure yeah so that that school, man you mentioned uh you know before that you took some speech classes and then now you're at wh- where, what school did you say North Texas uh, uh,
2: yeah University of North Texas at Dallas UNT Dallas
0: UNT Dallas right on so I saw you know Talk about, I I saw you joined a fraternity and you, you know, you participate in the, uh, like, the step routines that they do. Um, Talk about, you know, just, I guess, talk about just doing, you know, like not letting this injury, like, hold you back, man, doing what you want to do.
2: Well, I always wanted to be an Omega man, uh, fraternity, Omega Psi 5. Um, It was just the fact of I never seen nobody in the wheelchair, you know, pledge so it's like can I do it too so you know so yeah I asked a guy named Patrick Smith you know can people with you still pledge yeah he told me yeah you still got your brain right I said yeah I still do so what's stopping you so yeah I made my choice and i you know I joined the you know the best fraternity it is and I, I love it I enjoy it um it's just a lot of questions when you do get in trouble what you can and can't do Um, that's, that's a big question. Um, but once you learn about, you know, your injury, as long as you have faith in yourself and you look up stuff, you pretty much can do anything somebody that's walking is doing pretty much. If you think about it, it's just how you do it and how you get it done. You know, we just, sometimes we need that little help just because we are sitting because a lot of people get it misunderstood that we injured. We not sick. You see what I'm saying? So it's a big difference. We, we are not sick. We just injured. Right. When you see somebody in the chair. We, or another question that you get is, you know, was he born like that? Because a lot of people just don't know. Like you said, when we start the podcast, a lot of people don't know about your injury. A lot of people do, but some people don't. Sometimes I go out. Some people say, have you – you got shot? I get that a lot. Yeah. And it's cool. It's understandable that, you know, somebody you – know, think I just tell them, no, I didn't get shot. I heard playing football. You know, so. Right. So, it's, it's just – you get a lot of questions and you just – in the way how people ask, you know, you got certain people, you know, can just come up to you and just ask, you know, and you got certain people just look, stare at you because they just don't know. They might not, Because I used to get mad people stare at me. I used to go to the mom like, well, are they staring because they know me or are they staring at me because they feel sorry for me? Which one? Right. You know, so, yeah, that's how it worked.
0: Yeah, I thought, you know, when you mentioned that uh – uh that the guy you approached about, um, could you still join the fraternity even, uh, in a wheelchair? And he was just like, yeah, you you know, your brain works. It's not, you know, as long as your brain works, you're good. Um, and that's the thing. I, I don't know, like how, like, I always feel like that too. Like people are probably wondering like, you know, is he all there like mentally, like what's going on? So, um, yeah, it's cool that you're that, that the fraternity was, uh, so open and willing to, uh, willing to let you, let you, uh,
2: Oh you know, yeah! I'll, I'll
0: look, not look down on your on your injury or whatever, and
2: and let you. Nah, do they it. don't discriminate. They don't discriminate at all. Um, like I say, it's not for everybody. If you you know you want to do it, you gonna do it. If you really want to do it, so um, I, I enjoyed it, and I can just give my experience to someone else that's in a trade that want to do the same. You know, just if you put your mind to, it, if you want to do it, just go, go ahead. Don't worry yeah. about what nobody else got to say or think. But people are gonna have opinions and you know, People, that's just life in general. Um, but like I say, with the negativity, you're gonna you want the negative so you can prove them wrong with the positivity. Cause you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it no matter walking, standing, right, sitting, you're gonna have negativity anywhere you go, you know. But with sitting, it's kinda like, dang, that person didn't open the door for me. But you gotta realize that's how life is. People are not gonna care.
0: Yeah. No, it's true, man. It's true. Um, you know, and, and so I know, uh, Corey, you're going to be graduating, I think a month from today, if I'm not, mis- I, I saw your post yesterday saying that, uh, you were, you're coming up on it. So, um, what are you studying right now?
2: i Look, um, communications, uh, with a minor in political science.
0: Okay. You're going to get out there and, uh, run for office one of these days, man?
2: Well, I took the class cause I was so, you know, I was, I always been interested Mm-hmm. But like I always, I'm gonna continue the motivation to speak. But most likely, like doing sports radio or continue to talk about sports. You know, instead of not playing the game physically, I still know the game mentally. So, right, um, that's a good thing as well that I uh, that I can still still do.
0: Yeah, that that's very cool, man. So that's the ultimate goal is to be like a sports uh, broadcaster and also do. Do motivational speaking on the
2: side? Yes, same yes, same thing, same thing. Cause they're gonna still they're gonna still call me, you know, to to speak, you know, they can't stop because you know, when I graduate, it's probably even be more better now since I'm out of school. Since right. I got a degree now, it's gonna be even a lot more better for me. So
0: that's cool. So uh, with with COVID nineteen and everything, is your is your school open or are you just doing all online
2: stuff? Virtual, virtual. So I have like a virtual graduation on the 11th, um, month from today, on the 11th, I have a virtual graduation. So everything been virtual too, online. Pretty easy, but you know, I kind of like it in person because you get a lot more hands-on teaching in person, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, Corey, at the at the end of these interviews, I usually just ask um, anybody that that's got a spinal cord injury as well, like. You know, what are, are some of your, like, what, what's, like, your workout routine? What do you do for, for health? Like, uh, do you take any supplements or, um, like, have any special way of eating or anything that you could, you know, pass on some tips to everybody?
2: Well, uh, one, you know, drink a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, you can drink a lot of water. Uh, I don't drink soda. Um, you talking about the beverage-wise. Pretty much you can eat anything being in the chair, um, work out while I lift on weights. I do that. Um, be outside a lot. You know, don't don't be afraid to go outside and just still live life pretty much. You just you can do anything still. You just you gotta wanna do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How uh how often do you get up in your standing frame? About once, maybe once in two weeks.
0: Yeah. Is that uh are you how much? Are you able to get up at that pretty easily? Because I know you have you have a bit more upper body movement than I do. Um, I'm a C five six, uh, and so yeah, I don't know. Are you able to pull yourself up at that, or do you have to have
2: No, I got to have help. Yeah, we about the same, so it's about the same as you. It's, yeah. um, you know, just gotta. It ain't. It's most likely with help, not by myself.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Well. Uh, yeah, I I appreciate you taking some time out for me, Corey, oh, yeah. to be able to talk to the people, man. Just kind of spread your message, and uh, you know, yeah, keep keep up the good work and motivating people, man. Because I know, um, you know, I, I my my brother, who's my co-host, he uh, he's the one that pointed me towards your page on Twitter, and I was just like, man, I love it. Like, I, I, you know, I love the. Your, your message is kind of, you know, I will walk again is like one of your things you always say and uh, and find a way, which is, you know, two good messages, man, to, to motivate more. people. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, bro, yes, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can touch base down the road a little bit, and uh, yeah, thank you, bro.
2: Yeah, keep in touch with me. Keep in touch with me. I'm always there, you know, I'm I'm right there away. One tweet one t- takes away. I'm here.
0: I love it, man. All right, Corey. Thank you, bro. All right. I just wanna thank Corey Borner again for uh for jumping on the podcast with us, man. That was yeah, he's a very uh very nice guy, man. Just
1: inspirational, mm-hmm.
0: motivational, like he he's doing his thing. I like it. Yeah,
1: that's the that's what the world needs. Absolutely, the world man. Needs, uh- 100 million Corey Bourners, man. Well,
0: yeah, like he mentioned in the in the in the interview, there we, you know, he's gonna probably be going. He's trying to do this motivational. He's doing motivational speaking now, but he's, you know, trying to get a, a communications degree. And he wants mm-hmm. to eventually be a. Uh, oh, he'll do it. Yeah, he's got. I mean, this guy'll do whatever he wants, yeah. man. But he's gonna be a. He uh, wants to be a sports broadcaster. So cool you know, good luck for, to him on that. I, I know he'll do his thing.
1: Um, just, yeah, man. And, yeah, and he, but he also
0: got a political science under or, uh, minor. He yeah. said he minored in political science. A smart so, dude, man. Yeah. I was like, man, you should
1: run for office. We need some, uh, <laughs> we need some, we need some representation, true, man. man. I, have you ever, have you looked into that by any chance? Are there any members of the United States Congress, um, in a wheelchair? I mean, obviously there's none in a in the senate well that uh that
0: republican guy from north carolina that younger dude that um spoke at the rnc i actually have tried to reach out to him to get him on even though like our political probably have differences politically but i still would like to just you know talk about you know talk to him see where he's at like how yeah, how it feels to be a I forget i'm blanking on his name right now but i'd love to ask him why he hates health
1: care i'd just pop on the podcast <laughs> man
0: Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna bleep that out so that uh, he doesn't listen in and and yeah. uh, and get this. it's a worldwide phenomenon, Brandon. You never know who's listening. Uh, I know we got
1: I know man.
0: Um I, I also wanted to uh make a quick mention also about art, the inspiration. He the for the oh man, I'm blanking on the name of his foundation now. Uh I'll look it I, up real I quick. I think it's uh has Life f- Rolls On some, or Life no, Goes On.
1: Yeah, it's the life I think it's the keep pushing I know is the motto. Um I'll check it out. It's the uh I'm pulling it up on Instagram right here. Here we go. <laughs> and the life goes on project.
0: Life goes on project, that's right. Uh and you can so follow
1: that on on Instagram as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, they're they're in both uh he's on it's him personally and uh he also and has then he's the foundation. also has
1: the life goes on merch.
0: Yeah, we'll check him out, but uh they're having a a uh, virtual banquet or virtual uh gala on December twenty third, I think he said. And uh, you know, Live to Walk Again uh podcast is gonna be a part of that in some way. Have you
1: asked uh, Art about his Emmy? You I asked that? A, did you you, know? you you didn't
0: you clearly didn't listen no, to the I interview. Don't,
1: I don't remember. Yeah I did.
0: What was that over? It was for uh this commercial series he was involved in. So modello like uh that's right yeah i remember
1: now fire
0: mm-hmm. yep art's our guy man so yeah well everybody should uh check out the the virtual gala though the details are coming out uh, about that you know slowly but i know he just made a post about it yesterday so check him out and uh yeah check out uh cory borner uh we'll, we'll link all of his social media uh to the podcast as well and uh yeah everybody Check out the podcast. Listen to old episodes if you haven't yet. We will talk to you next week.